Hello, my sickly cyclists. This is your retching recumbent, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his nasty podcasty bike, Where the Hairy Mango. It's April 15th, and if you find that taxing, imagine what it's like when a baby pops out, too. That's right, today's the boy's birthday, 20 years old. Wow. Seems like only yesterday he was 19. Today's story is the first in the Mango's Mars trilogy. It's about how frustration is the mother of human endeavor, and when you've got to go to Mars, you've really got to go. When you've got the entire human race on your back, and maybe you shouldn't have had that last beer, that, my friend, is peer pressure. Peer Pressure by Matthew Sanborn Smith Well, the new cheese moon tasted great on crackers, but you couldn't really stand on it. For one thing, you'd get footprints all over the universe's most edible heavenly body, your sad sexy person jokes aside, but also you'd just sort of sink down into it. So Mars was the next cool place to go, but no ships were flying there, mostly because there were no ships. Yes, there were all those ones that helped make the moon, but because they did, they were really, really smelly. None of this would have been a problem, except that the Earth was pretty sucky too. With a massive cheese deficit the home planet had incurred, everything had gone downhill. Even the hills had gone downhill, at least on one side. They were still uphill on the other, so don't you fret. But the people had had enough. They wanted to get out so badly they decided to take it upon themselves, quite literally. It all started when Joe stretched up on his tiptoes to reach Mars and discovered that he couldn't quite make it. He told Bob to stand on his shoulders, but they still couldn't reach. Next, they had Molly stand on Bob's shoulders, and then they were off to the races. Come on, everybody, Joe yelled. We're going to Mars. And everybody climbed on. As the human beanpole grew past the lunar orbit, the bitter commuters took the breath to say, Suck it, moon! Nobody heard it because there was no air, but they knew. It would take over 31 billion people to make it all the way to Mars, but luckily we'll have overpopulation in the future, so we did will make it, using every single person there shall be was. Yay! Except Mars wasn't there. Boo. For you see, in the time it took to do all that climbing, Mars had moved along in its orbit. Joe, having stood there all that time with the weight of humanity on his shoulders, said, Uh, guys? I really gotta pee. We're almost there, Joe, Bob said. Just move over to the left a little. Joe did, and Hiram, who was at the top, unless you were looking for Mars, in which case he was on the other bottom, grabbed hold of Mars. Everybody cheered. Everybody that could breathe cheered. Bob yelled, Climb up quick, Joe! I gotta pee! Joe said and ran off for the bathroom. It was a really long pee as he'd been holding it for quite some time and by the time he got back, Mars had moved on, taking the 34 million mile rope of humanity along with it. Joe saw Bob in the distance, climbing up the human chain with Molly close behind him, followed by everybody else. Well, he didn't see everybody else. His eyes weren't that good. We have to maintain some semblance of reality here, else we're going to lose the whole audience. Joe stretched toward Mars again. Not only could he still not reach, but he was even farther away than before because all that weight had made him much shorter. He'd gone from a strapping six foot two to a strapless four inches tall. The last person on Earth sighed, got himself a drink of water, and then started digging through everyone else's porn. If this story pissed away your best opportunities, well, what did you expect? But you can also make things even worse at the URL of the something that rhymes with URL, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Mumble semi-coherently in the comments for this post, or silly mail me, and we'll string our thoughts together at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Or, even more, or, putty the nearest crack, hold on, give me a second to pull up my drawers, at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com, you big silly. The SF and SF signal temporarily stands for seven fingers, which is the most common mutation for new staffers days after they're thrown into a 
bubbling vat of sfsignal.com. It took me months to realize they weren't indicating three of anything, but rather flipping me the triple bird. Tell your local Cadillac on the street that you ought to know by now to listen to this show, and hey, now that I think of it, that Cadillac whatever the fuck it is, is the first thing I've ever mentioned in this bit that actually belongs on the street. Give me a little money through the donate button, because I needs a house out in Hackensack. Twit the bit about following me, that's me, at twitter.com slash upwithgravity, the king of all twits and the earl of all, all bits. This podcast crams all it's got into the impacted organ of your choice, but keeps the rupture bucket close at hand to catch all the pussy Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 imported licenses. Now that I read it, it looks like I wrote pussy. Since I'm putting those two images together, I've completely lost my erection. Thanks a lot, Harry Mango. Until I make you smash your iPod with delight, this is sort of Matthew Sanborn-Smith telling you always remember, cold hands, warm heart. Medium rare liver. Good night. <laughs>